On today's show, we continue Phase 4 of the MCU. Thor embarks on a journey unlike anything he's ever faced, a quest for inner peace. Although he's still in retirement, he gets interrupted by Gore, the God Butcher, a galactic killer who seeks the extinction of the gods. Join Bethel and Jesse with a very special guest as they review Thor, Love and Thunder. Welcome to Reels and Ramen. Welcome back to another episode of R&R. Thank you for joining us for another week. I am Jesse. I am Beto. And we have something special for you. If you are a fan or have listened to our other podcast, Third Party Control Podcast, then you know this person from previous episodes. He has been a guest. And you know what? We thought he's going to be a guest on this week's episode because not only... Is it a Marvel movie? But it's also about Thor, God of Thunder. And who's the best god to have on this podcast to talk about the God of Thunder? The one and only Jonathan English. Johnny, welcome to the show. Uh, how's it going? Thank you for making me on there. <laughs> I was under false pretenses. I thought this was going to be for Obi-Wan. Uh, we don't review shows, and if we did, it'd be a thumbs down. And then we talk about uh, how Johnny... Uh, uh, has questioned his love of Star Wars, which, uh, you know, it happens, you know, some, some it happens earlier in life for most people, and for other people it comes out later. Yeah, Johnny's been on uh, episodes of a third-party controller podcast that usually has to do with Star Wars. We did one on uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which was really fun, so that was a cool one. And, uh, yeah, uh, thank you, Johnny, for being on the show today uh, for Reels and Ramen. As usual, if you are listening to the show, we review movies but also review ramen and if you want to hear the non-spoilery review we always do a review of the movie first before we do a spoiler and everything is going to be time coded in the information of the podcast so if you want to skip over the spoiler review and just hear our standard review timestamps are available down below and also our review for the ramen that we eat today but as we always start every podcast of reels and ramen we talk about our history with the movie or movie franchise or the character of the movie and in this one it's for thor love and thunder and johnny as you are a guest this week uh what is your history with thor i was never really big into thor very much having I mean, like read the avengers and all that kind of stuff so i knew the stories and everything uh-huh. uh, i loved the mighty thor uh because I thought Jane Foster was a great character, and then that whole reveal that they did within the comics was actually a. Uh, I mean, you kind of knew it was going to be her, but yeah. like actually getting that confirmation was really good. And then the story arc that they played with her and the cancer and her basically uh, becoming the new Thor, uh, as uh, Thor was the unworthy Thor, mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought was really good. Um, though, yeah, Thor, especially on the movie-wise, uh, hit or miss. Uh, too, too good, too bad. Yeah, yeah. Too good. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, otherwise, I mean, I've been watching all the Marvel movies ever since uh, Iron Man came out, of course. Bethel, what about you? What is your history with Thor? I'm not the most familiar with Thor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, like, I, I mean, the movies, obviously, I've seen uh, all of the Marvel movies that Thor has been in his standalone movies and the Avengers stuff, uh, but I I like lightly read a few things here and there because uh, I love Matt Fraction. Matt Fraction did a, a great run with uh, Iron Man, mm-hmm. and then he also ended up doing a couple like one shots for Thor. Yeah, and uh, I I read a little bit of them, but I didn't read them all, and I, I enjoyed them, but I didn't I didn't really. Uh, Thor was a, like a character that I was like kind of whatever about for for the longest time, mm-hmm. but now like I'm I mean I'm more interested in reading them now just because like uh, some of the stuff like the uh, the mighty Thor stuff that I hear is really good so I I'd like to read some of that stuff but yeah just like a lot of the Marvel movies lately that we've watched uh, I'm not very familiar with with those characters. I was thinking back on like what was my history with Thor and a lot of it does have to do with comic books. But to be honest, I think the first time I really knew who Thor was, I don't know if you guys ever watched this movie, but it was uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. And there, and there was that scene where that girl who's a big Thor fan, yeah. she has the Thor helmet, and then she meets 
God, he's an actor. He he was act. He he's he was the kingpin in the Daredevil show. What's that actor's name? Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio played the guy who was the garage mechanic who looked like Thor. Yeah. And then she was like Thor, and he's like, what? So that was my my that I remember. Like Thor was oh yeah, Adventures in Babysitting, and that guy looked like him. But then like yeah, also growing up like reading comic books, Thor Thor was something where he was around the Marvel universe, and a lot of people don't know or in Marvel comic books, but a lot of people don't know that like characters like Iron Man and Thor were not huge. Like they're yeah. not the huge characters they are today. But I was really interested in Thor in the mid two thousands when Civil War happened. Yeah. So that was an interesting storyline, and then I remember hearing that when Thor actually officially came back in the comics, uh, it was a run of J. Michael Straczynski's Thor, yeah. where the Thor, Thor officially comes back. Because I want to say Thor was gone for maybe almost a decade oh, in yeah. the comic books. It, it, was, was, it was a while. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a while. And then, yeah, especially with Matt Fraction had his run on Thor. Going forward, when, just like Johnny, when it was revealed where there was the mighty Thor, when uh, Jason Aaron wrote that, you kind of knew, but weren't sure. That was a cool run. I didn't get too far in it. I, I want to say I got, like, they went, like, 20 issues until they, you, they officially said who it was, right? Like, around there? It was. Yeah, it lasted a while before they finally were just like, yep, this is it. Yeah, this is it. But it, w- it was a good run because it, like, changed up a lot of stuff, but also made Thor kind of cool. Yeah. Like, Thor was always cool, yeah. but in that run, he was really cool. But, yeah, no, yeah, having Jane Foster be the mighty Thor in the comic books, that was cool. And I'm sure I still have my issues, hopefully. Um, they're somewhere. But uh, that that was fun. So, yeah, just like you two, Bethel, uh, watch the movies. We And like Johnny said... Uh, one good one, one not so good, and then a third one that was better than the second one, you know? So Anything was going to be better than the second one. <laughs> <laughs> see, I honestly, going since we're talking about the history of that, I didn't see Thor The Dark World in theaters. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was like a bunch of us. Remember it was like Bethel, it was like you. I, I never watched Cody, it until we watched it. You, yeah, you never you never watched it, but I remember it was like our, our usual friends. Like, hey, let's let's get... When are we going to go watch it? Because, you know, you always had your group of friends you go watch the movies with, especially like Marvel movies. They ended up going and not telling me. And I got like really mad. But then I was like, well, they don't have to take me. Yeah. But I was just like, I didn't watch it out of like rebelliousness. I'm, like, I'm not going to watch it. But also I heard like it wasn't good. But thank you to Disney Plus. I finally watched it. And it, yeah, I didn't miss out on shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I I was like, it's not that great. It's like it's it's cool that you see like, oh, Chris Hemsworth, you like him, and and there's characters in it. They're like, oh, I like this, but you're just kind of uh, where are they well, going? You, you have to love Darcy. Yeah, Darcy's cool. I like her. We'll get we'll get it, we'll get into the the history of Darcy one day, but that is not today. But yeah, that is the history. Our history with the subject matter with Thor. And now we're on to our regular review for Thor, Love and Thunder. Now, Johnny, as everyone knows, this is going to be a non-spoiler review because we're going to get to that in a bit. So I can't say Iron Man's back. Oh, no! (laughs) Damn it. Sorry, guys. But, Johnny, since you were a guest on this episode of Reels and Ramen, I'm going to have you go first. What is your review, your non-spoilery review of Thor, Love and Thunder? Uh, I, I thought it was it was a, it was a fun ride. It, it was very uh, a, a self-contained story, uh, so you really just got to deal with Thor and then Jane uh, and their adventure throughout the movie. Uh, Gore the God Butcher, his backstory and his you know climb for vengeance and everything just was it worked really well. I think Christian Bale just killed that role. Um, I really wanted more of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be honest, like I like, I wish this movie was a little bit longer. Yeah, I think there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Places to open up more, uh, and especially deal with the gore character. But overall, yeah, it was, it's a very fun ride. Going back to new to new Asgard, uh, the adventures with the Guardians, the the conclusion of the movie. Oh, just going to the what is it, the Shadow Realm? Mm-hmm. That just looked beautiful. Yeah, uh, the, the way that they did it. Um, I don't see why there's. A lot of like mixed reviews on this. I mean, it's a good, it's a, it's a good Marvel movie. It's definitely not the worst. It's definitely not the best. Uh, but the adventures there, and 
it's a fun ride. Th- that's what I was going to ask you, but even you're kind of confused because I heard negativity toward this, and, and I had talked to you about it, that without hearing whatever anyone said, my thought was maybe this movie, without knowing what happened, that people, it didn't have a connection to anything that's going to be coming ahead or whatever, right? I felt like a lot of people now, when it comes to the Marvel movies, whether you think it's a bad or good thing, they needed to be something that connects to everything. So for all we know, maybe something in this does connect to something in the future, which it might, which it could be a spoiler. I don't want to say. Oh, end credits. Let's just say end credits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I think like before the movie started, I'm like, you know what? I, if this is just a fun movie, I'm cool with that. I don't need everything to have to connect. I don't need anything, everything to have to be some multiverse, something. I just, I'm cool with just, a fun movie to have a good time. The, the beginning goes by way too quick for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but once you, once you're after, you know, Gore's backstory and then you get to Thor and the guardians and I was just like, Oh, that, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are, there are some things. I mean, that's not a spoiler, but you're like, Oh, you know that he was with the guardians and I would have to agree. I was just like, Oh, that just kind of abruptly ends in a way. Yeah. And then nothing feel, it feels like they were, uh, I don't know. It feels like the the one of my problems is like the editing. I just feel like a lot of stuff was just didn't have time to breathe. Yeah, they were just like we got to get to the next thing. So. Yeah, for me, I was like, oh, the guardians in it. That's cool. It's gonna be like an adventure with the guardians, and then they leave. Like, oh, they're not in it. Okay, let's okay then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty like all of a sudden. Well, they gotta go to make their movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe that too. I was thinking maybe people thought that it was gonna be a Thor and Guardians movie. And I could see where you can be disappointed in that. Yeah. And then also maybe some people thought that this was going to have some sort of like tell of connection. Like this is what's going to happen in the Guardians movie. Like a little, maybe that? I don't know. Maybe. I, don't know. I, I was hoping for Angela, but that's a deep comment. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. You saying that right now, I'm just like, holy shit. That would have been cool. That would piss off uh, Todd McFarlane because uh, you could get oh, a, a character from him. Before the Bond movie. He didn't even create it. I know. He ain't well, that's why it's with Marvel now. Yeah. Fuck him. Alright, for okay, then now again, this just got into stupid nerdy. Even Bethel looked at me like, What, are you, what the what fuck are you this. talking about? For everyone who's listening right now, uh Johnny dropped the the Angela bomb and Angela was a character in the Spawn comic books. If you don't know who Spawn is, uh you're not I don't think you're missing out on much. Spawn is cool, but he was just nineties cool. Um but long story short a character was created that was in the Spawn comic books, created by a comic book writer called Neil Gaiman. There was some uh, rights issues over the years, and I th- Neil Gaiman won it and ended up giving that character to Marvel. Do, do, do they use it anymore, that character? I honestly, I don't believe so. Oh, okay. But basically, they made her one of Odin's daughters, right? Yep. Okay. I had to certify, so... Him dropping that got me a little excited. So. But nerd shit. Uh, but yeah. Uh, what about you, Beto? What is your review on Thor: Love and Thunder? Uh, I liked it. It, it was it was good. Um, yeah, like I, I agree. That's like I, I'm usually I usually complain about long movies, but I would have liked this to uh, uh, been a little bit longer too, because uh, they didn't show a lot of the uh, God Butcher. I, I wanted to see more of him, mm-hmm. and um, it, so it just like it felt like like they were more looking for him the, the entire time instead of him really doing stuff. Uh, he was in it, I mean, but but I did like his backstory, although it was pre- it was pretty sudden. Um, but yeah, I, I did enjoy the uh, his reasons for what he was doing, um, and then the payoff at the end I, I liked too. But uh, it's um, yeah, overall I did enjoy it. There's some stuff like that was a little cheesy, but it was done on purpose. Uh, like some of the stuff, like the new Asgard stuff, like the ad stuff, like mm-hmm. it made it like a like a very touristy place. Yeah. So just like it, it, they did it on purpose, but I didn't really, for me, it didn't really. Resonate? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like, like it as much, but uh, for the most part, I did enjoy enjoy it quite a bit. Um, uh, other than like, yeah, my only complaint was uh, a little bit. She was a little bit longer. Yeah, I, I think my review basically stems close to what you guys are saying. For it, I, I had to look back at it. I'm like, was this like an hour and thirty minutes? Because a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of things felt rushed yeah. in it. And then it was it's like two hours. Yeah. Well, including credits is like an hour 45. Yeah, yeah hour 45. Yeah, I wish they had time. Like, one of my negatives, I just felt things weren't given time to breathe. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, 
one of my biggest problems with Thor Ragnarok, which was great, like it was fun. Over time, I really enjoyed it. But but even when I watched it in theaters, I I like uh, Taika Waititi. He's mm-hmm. he's great. I lo- I love a lot of the stuff he's worked on, especially uh, what we do in the shadows. One of my biggest problems with uh, Thor Ragnarok was I love that Thor now is a jo- very jokey character. Yeah. I think it brings when the, when he did that shift from like you had the first Thor to Thor in the Dark World, and then you get Ragnarok. It, it was a better fit, and I think it was a better fit for um, Chris Hemsworth. And he's a very naturally funny dude. Yeah. Uh, I liked it, but I felt like there was too many jokes. I wish they kind of held some stuff back to, to strengthen other things. This one was kind of jokey, too. Yeah, and I would say one of my biggest criticisms is I think it th- this ramped it up more, and I didn't like a lot of it. I felt a lot of stuff... Yeah, I just I I, I I probably smirked every couple of times, but I didn't. I just I. That's the thing. I think I don't know. It just it You're was just, just a snob. Just I'm fucked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know, man. Like, I think sometimes you got to pull some of the things back, but yeah. I can't say what it is because then it'll spoil some stuff of, of other reasons. But yeah, I liked it. I, I think if if you liked the previous Thor, like this is this is just a fun. It's fun. It's a yeah. fun movie. It's great. I don't think it's the best one, or any like the best movie ever. But I didn't hate it. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna go on to spoilers. Now, usually when we get to this spoiler review of a movie, I kind of go through it as it develops in the film, story-wise. But I think I'm going to start it off because this is this is actually one of the main criticisms. You guys, you guys, let, um, I think Christian Bale is a great actor. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. I I felt that the idea of I don't think they explored it well enough. There you go. They, they to me, I liked how it started. Right, I liked how the movie started where you get to learn in the beginning of the movie like he loses his daughter, he's praying to his to the gods and I like that idea. Someone like like a religious like I put all my faith and my and my energy into worshiping and caring for this god while and then you see that this god doesn't give a shit. But I kind of wish they went the the movie is so jokey that I wish that beginning part was more serious. Like, really show that that god just didn't care. Not in a jokey way, but just didn't care, so it hits harder. It's still, it's still. I think they got the message across, but I, I think I would have liked him more serious instead of getting kind of... I didn't like his jokiness throughout the movie, where he was kind of, you know, when the kids are there and he's, like, joking, he's like, oh, look, here's my pet, and he rips off the head and everything. Like, I just, I don't, I didn't, I didn't like that. I d- I like Bale, but I mean, when you, I mean, you do that. There were kids, so he's doing anything to try to scare them. But even throughout, I don't know. The only things I liked were his his performance in the beginning and at the end of the movie. Yeah. Everything in between, I just felt it was like mustache twirling villain. We have to make him kind of evil and 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 sinister to kind of get that point across. Mm. But why not get a point across more of like. He's he's a broken person because of his faith in this. Yeah. And he loses somebody and he has faith in that no more. I don't know, does that make sense what I'm trying to say? No, I get you. Yeah. Like yeah. It, 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 he could have had much better character. I mean, he had character developed within the story, but it, it should have been like I said, it, that's one of the reasons why I thought the film should have been longer. Yeah. To focus more on his yeah. character and his motives. Like cuz I mean, yeah, you see him killing well, you don't even see him killing gods, really. You just see the aftermath. Yeah. You just see the the mention of that. Like, he mostly just kills the first god, it, yeah. and then he goes after Thor, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, definitely, I mean, I, I did like that character, but yeah, I, w- I would have liked to see more. Um, it developed more. Uh, so it's just a very basic story. This is things that happen in the movies a lot. Somebody, somebody's, somebody's loved one dies, and they... They just go out for revenge. It's yeah. like the ba- the most basic thing you can do in a, for a, for a villain. Uh, but yeah, I would have liked to see more more of that uh, more developed. Like I said, because it's it's it it does feel 
there's a lot of empty spaces in his uh, in his in his story. I, not, think, I mean, like not in the story, but like in him him going after the gods. Yeah, because his his motivation is to kill the gods. That yeah. is his motivation. But I wish they just kind of played it off that he had no more like his humanity of like his daughter, which they do really well in the beginning to show that mm-hmm. is gone. Like, and then he just doesn't care about anything else. Did you want him to kill some kids or what? No, no. I didn't want him to kill kids. Well, he, the, the all black is also basically turning him e- eviler than he actually is, too. Yeah. That's true. It's a, it's it's maybe well, he's fighting kinda, it. The all black also is basically killing him. Yeah, as well. Yes. Yeah, and he 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 kind of knows that, and he's kind of a, like fine with it. But yeah, I don't know. Like even even the start of it, I just that that's what I'm saying. That that's the only thing I don't like of like. There's moments in this movie because every second is so jokey. Yeah. That even when and we're gonna jump ahead, even when there's not enough times where it could just be like, hey, let's just calm down and make it serious. To to the point where it did get serious is when when Thor's talking to Jane as the mighty Thor on the boat, and he's kind of trying to have a heart to heart and 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 talking to her, and then she just throws in the I have cancer. Yeah. You're you're in a part where he's jokey, so you're kind of like, oh, this is funny because he's having trouble talking to her, mm-hmm. and then she throws it, and because everything up to that point was jokey, I'm like, is, was that kind of supposed to be a jokey? I got cancer, but then it does get serious, a little bit. I don't know. That, I took it more like she didn't know how to say that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. yeah. Sing, I just, sing it there. It still works. There's not enough moments like that. Yeah. You well, that's know? another thing too. Remember, we talked about uh, with with Jane. How we're just like oh, Disney doesn't have the balls to give her cancer. Yeah, I was gonna talk to that. Like uh, we yeah. we had mentioned, you asked me. I remember, are they gonna do the cancer thing? And I and I said, I don't think so. It didn't look like they were gonna do that. Yeah. But even during the movie, when you find out that Jane is going through cancer, I was surprised. I was kind of like, oh, oh, okay, they are going with the cancer storyline. I I just didn't think they were gonna have enough time to really talk about it. But they did. They 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 focused the time on on her her going through chemo and and her knowing that she doesn't have that much time because she was on on stage four cancer. But yeah, but they did it. What'd you guys think of that? Like them going through that storyline? Uh, I was I was. That's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I didn't. I mean, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't oh, read okay. the comics, so I didn't know that there's a that was um a plot point in the in the comic, so. Uh, I mean, even, it was, it was, even not knowing about the comic books, seeing it in the because I think they did a really good job. They didn't even they don't mention it in any material yeah. at all. No, no. So, no, but I mean, I I thought it was cool like, to have some sort of realism in this like fantasy type of movie, like uh, like like a uh, uh, fiction this uh, type of fictional movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that type of seriousness is in it is sometimes uh, it 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 works because mm-hmm. I like I mean like there's some like like drama where there's some comedy tiny kind of comedy bits in it so it's kind of like it was the opposite of co- comedy with some drama in it so it made you feel for them uh for especially like for thor too because like i mean it's he's been away from her for so long and then to find that out and he's like oh shit that's it's a huge shot yeah we've already said it i wish there was more time so things were able to breathe and i think that was the that's basically what i'm saying is that there's moments like that with jane saying she has cancer or even even king valkyrie there isn't a time where they just mention that her and Jane are like she already knew, so I'm like, where's that segment where she goes to Asgard? They kind of have that moment where they bond with each other, mm-hmm. and then she knows. You get, you get what I'm saying? Like there yeah. just wasn't enough time. Like you wish maybe. you had more time with Valkyrie. I wish you had a better send off for the Guardians instead of so abruptly. Hey, we just gotta wait for that Snyder cut. The Snyder cut. <laughs> you know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you guys liked Bale's performance. Mm. And I think Bale is a great actor, and he wasn't bad in this. But I, I want to say just everyone saying like, "Man, he's so good, he's so good, he's so good," that I was expecting him to to really hit it out of the park. Because Marvel in Marvel movies, it's very rare to get really good villains. They don't really have a good track record. So I thought, oh, okay, they're they're in on it. You know, they're they're good. Like, Bale's gonna knock this. I believe it. And it just didn't hit for me. I'm glad it hit for you guys, mm-hmm. but for me, it just, I was just what like, What was it that you didn't like? I think, th- look, I like the idea that his faith, he, know, like, the whole gods, and that's why he hates him. I really liked it. And I don't know, I think I'm, I'm a fan of 
I wanted them to kind of delve deeper into that. Like really show this guy who just does no who lived his whole life basically religious, just realizing that it was all a sham. You know, and then just having that colder demeanor and just to kind of be more dead inside because everything like he lost his daughter. I think I wanted more of that. And and I'm fine with this movie being funny, but I guess I just wanted at least one person to not be funny. To just you know, not have the sinister, evil twirling of the mustache, and he had his moments and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I think for me, I don't. I don't know why I'm ha- I'm hang hung up on that so much. But uh, I think I wanted them to to real nail really nail that aspect home. But I don't think they did properly. Maybe they. What if they did? And it just like Disney was like, ah, oh, we can't have that. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, am, I cr- am I crazy? Deletes. Am I crazy? Yeah. Am I? Am I? I don't know. I mean, it's your opinion, and that's. I'm not gonna talk shit about it. That's that's, that's <laughs> how I feel. But it, I, for me, I, like it's it's really. I can't complain about it. I can't really praise it too much because it just wasn't that much. Yeah. Of that character. Yeah, that's true. There wasn't that much, and maybe that's what it also comes down to. Is it just it wasn't enough. Well, it also plays into the disillusion that Thor starts to have after the whole Zeus thing. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They do a really good job with that. Yeah. Never meet your heroes. Never meet your heroes. <laughs> Okay, one of the, one of the things we talked about Christian Bale as Gore. Uh, what'd you guys think of? We've already known Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. She was in the first two Thor movies and kind of had a cameo in Endgame. Was well, that, that was just footage from the Dark World? Yeah, but she still got paid for it. So basically, yeah. that's her, that's her third Marvel movie. Uh, what'd you guys think as her as the Mighty Thor? When when this movie was first announced and they said they were going to do that, I was already excited for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought she did well. Uh, her little, like, quirkiness, trying to, like, figure out, like, a superhero catchphrase kind of thing. And I was like, oh, she's she's trying to find her superhero landing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've always liked Natalie Portman, so she was, she was, uh, I felt she she did great in it. Um, it, it felt like, uh, from the first Thor, like, she's got, she's got more, like, uh, like, cartoony as the movie like as the series or fucking movies came out, mm-hmm. uh, this one she was just a, lot, a little bit more over the top because she was just trying to. I felt like more she was just trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's still good. I still I still enjoyed it. No, I thought I thought she was she was great as I think she looked really good in that role. Yeah. It's just I think what you can kind of echo from this episode is I think we just wanted more. Yeah. We wanted another forty five minutes. I wanted more of her. I wanted more of everybody. But. The moments in this movie with her as the Mighty Thor, I thought she was great. I think they they nailed the costume. If I had to say one oh. negative, no black eyes, which is is a bummer because she uh, looks so cool with black eyes in the comic book. But yeah, yeah, instead of the white uh, ones, what's up? Yeah, I, I love the ending too with her. You know, coming into battle knowing that she's gonna die. Um, I just like a tiny complaint. Um, can we stop using uh um. Guns N' Roses music in movies. <laughs> they use three tracks, right? Yeah, and, and use the yeah, most three. famous ones, and that's that's enough. That's enough. Like don't need to hear yeah, like I, I could like I I could go the rest of my life and not hearing any of those songs, and I'll be happy. It's just overdone. I love Taika. I love him. Yep. I think he's great. I I want to say this movie is different, mm-hmm. but it had the same beats as Ragnarok, and I think I don't know if it has to do with editing. But I think it falls in the line with what you were saying about the Guns N' Roses. I don't think any of the Guns N' Roses tracks that were used in this had the hit like the um, Led Zeppelin like song. Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. song in the beginning of of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. You know, except for the battle when the kids fought too. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. that was that was that was fun. But I just don't think it hit as as well. It's just been done so many times where it's just like you, you don't need to hear these in mm-hmm. music anymore. It should be banned. It, it should be man. Yeah. I don't know if they're setting anything up, or I don't know if, if Marvel doesn't really know how, what to do with his character, but how come Sif never gets to do shit? <laughs> like, I like who they chose as Sif, the actress. Yeah. I like, but that character does nothing <laughs> in any of the movies, and it's like... she lo- See, this is where one of the jokes falls flat for me. Was It was the part where she got in the battle, Thor finds her... And then she goes, I'm ready to go to Valhalla. Yeah. And then he goes like, oh, you only go to Valhalla if you die in battle. And she goes, oh, shit. Yeah. Right? But there was joke after joke after joke that, that didn't land for me. 
Uh-huh. Like I knew, like okay, this is that was supposed to be funny, but I felt at that moment it, it went too, it went so fast that you're like, oh, is that what she said? Yeah. Like oh, okay, but yeah, I like the character. They just never do anything with her. Well, you never know if her arm might be in Valhalla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Korg was great again. Yeah, Korg was cool. Yeah. I was kind of bummed. I thought he died. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And then, uh, and then when it was just like, oh, Thor, I'm here, you know, and yeah, yeah. and I was just like, oh, oh okay. You you don't really have a moment to be like, oh no. Yeah. It was just like, oh no, he's not dead, because he's he's a rock. He just he's just he's just rock man. What'd you guys think of Russell Crowe as Zeus? Uh, that was funny. Like uh, <laughs> that's like <laughs> just like chubby Zeus, and, like because you're so used to seeing Zeus like as a big buff, buff dude. dude, yeah. And then just him with like fucking old man chubby. But so it was pretty funny. His, his performance was, was uh, it was good for. I was like, I wasn't expecting that. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I I liked it. I liked that it was kind of they made, kind of made him like because it's Zeus in in Greek mythology. He's like this huge fucking character, but it, in this he's kind of like a throwaway. Yeah, so I, I I like that they did that with him. I like that they still keep him a prick because he's a prick in Greek mythology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought Russell Crowe was like when I heard that Russell Crowe was gonna be Zeus. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, what is he gonna have to do? in the film and and I think he's also an important thing that you kind of had mentioned too Johnny that where it showed that like yeah don't don't meet your heroes but also it showed that like yeah gods the got like these gods don't care about you like and they and they should you know like even Thor's like surprised and I was surprised how many times they threw in the word orgy in a in a yeah. Disney Marvel <laughs> movie I was like did they keep saying what's the one kid in the theater going mom what's an orgy yeah. and it's just like I am Something. They said it in Ragnarok. How many times though? They said orgy I a lot. Many, no. Yeah. Well, they have more. You guys, orgy count up for this one. Greeks have more. Part of the contract. The Norse. That's true. What'd you guys think of them kind of wrapping up some of the things in the in in the story? And what I mean by that is like, we went from you know Thor, Dark World, then like Avengers movies and other movies, and then when we get to Thor Ragnarok. Did I miss it in any other Marvel movie where they talked about Thor and Jane breaking up? Because it's mentioned in Ragnarok, and then in this movie, in, in Love and Thunder, we finally get to see, like, how, why, how it happened. Like, them kind of, like, being in love and having a great relationship, but as time went on, they just kind of had their own things. Other people were just kind of like, no, you're basically what happens in any relationship. You know, it's great in the beginning, but then toward the end, it's like maybe we just don't have time for each other and that like did they like what'd you guys think of that them filling in that hole well they, they also kind of bring it up in endgame but you know it was a nice way to finally like see what happened between those characters because it, it's just basically like open question the entire time mm-hmm. so explaining it actually I, I thought they did a good job with it yeah I mean I thought it was cool as, uh, the uh, just fi- finding out how they they kind of drifted apart because they're, they're, they're more like not wanting to get too deep into their uh, relationship and like because uh, uh they were kind of like they still loved each other but they kind of like they were distant kind of guarding themselves still because they, were, they weren't sure how long if it was going to end or not mm-hmm. and eventually it ended because of that yeah so it's cool it's cool seeing like the interactions with them like uh um having him thor having like these uh human interactions with uh like going to parties and stuff yeah it's, it's so silly <laughs> drunk in bed having meal nor protect her <laughs> I first didn't like the idea. I thought, like, oh, is Jane seeking out the hammer? Like, she, oh, like, I need to get this so I could not die from cancer. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as the movie went, like, oh, no, 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 I misunderstood it. The hammer called out to her. Yeah. So she was worthy of it. And then they kind of threw in that scene where Thor was like, hey, take care of her. So I was like, oh, I kind of, I was just kind of like, oh, so what was it? Was she worthy or was the hammer just protecting her? Like, and Stormbreaker being jealous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, dude, that, that was that was actually really good. What yeah. No, no, I was gonna say that 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 part, those little segments are funny because it's just like it, it felt like a the new ex, the new girlfriend like <laughs> like getting mad by uh, like interactions with the with the ex girlfriend. So it's funny. Like every once in a while, I see it creep up on like talking about that one where's uh where Mjolnir's just uh, standing in there on the stand. Yeah. And he's kind of like reminiscing, and then you see Storm. Was it Stormbreaker? Yeah, and it just come pops out of the screen. Just kind of, it was so perfect. That <laughs> like slowly coming it comes in, yeah. in. Yeah, I really liked how that new move of having Molinor like kind of break apart and like attack enemies yeah. and then come back together. That was really cool. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, when she just throws it at the the um, the shadow creatures. Mm-hmm. That was that was really cool. Yeah, it's the the particle effect, and then she does it again over in uh, Omnipotent City. Yeah, I liked I liked the idea of like at first I was like, oh, why are they stealing all these kids? And it was just to lure out Thor because he knew that that was the only way he can kind of if he can kind of single him out by himself and especially be able to use Stormbreaker to open the gate. I thought that was clever. Yeah. A little bit. You know, that's simple, but effective. I don't know. I kind of mentioned this a little bit. I did like the idea of the kids, but I also like the idea of, of Thor kind of temporarily giving the kids power to be able to defend themselves because yeah. they were afraid, but they were like, hey, you can be strong. You're as guardians. You can fight. I thought that was a pretty cool scene having all those kids attack the shadow monsters, but also a little girl dressed up like a uh, a, a fairy and just completely sh- like slicing <laughs> monsters in half. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. really cool. I love the girl with the little rabbit that just uh, the laser beams out of her eye. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as we know, Jane was losing more life using the hammer. It was taking more of her essence, and so she was quickly dying faster than actually the hammer saving her so they knew that if she used it one more time she was gonna die and then I like that dialogue between Thor and Jane that he's just like I can't lose you so she says you better come back to me but like you said you we all kind of knew in the back of our head that she was gonna come help she was mm-hmm. gonna use her last breath she was gonna use her last moment to to pr- save Thor but anyway what'd you guys think of the ending of uh Thor well, I, I, I loved it. I don't think it was more... Yeah, it was to come help Thor, but it was also to help save the children. Yeah. Because uh, she... You see her on this journey to be this hero. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I thought it was bad. Action scene was great. Like, yeah, the kids just cutting down the monsters back and forth. Uh, the fighting in uh, was it the, the Shadow Realm, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that battle was great. Like, the little contrast of colors that would pop in and out. I thought uh, the, that just looked uh, really, uh, like, c- cinematography within that was really good. Um, and the conclusion, of course, with the yeah, Gore, uh, his inevitable sacrifice, essentially, if you want to call it that. But mm-hmm. uh, it worked out really well. I like that she still made that sacrifice, knowing the consequences Uh like she just I said, fucking just went in there and, and fought anyway, knowing what was gonna happen, uh, just to help out. Cause I mean, like thinking now, like we, he probably wouldn't have made it, uh, been successful by himself if if that would have. Uh, yeah. That was just cause he still obviously needed help if uh, if you watched the uh, the end of that. But but yeah, it was it was, it was a, a nice conclusion. Cause I mean, they could have gone an easy route, easy route, and have him somehow, fucking, beat, uh, the God Butcher. And then go back to Jane, and they're alive, and like it's happy. But so yeah, so it was cool seeing seeing that they went a different route. Yeah, I was surprised. I have to give really high praise to uh, Taika because mm-hmm. I thought what was gonna happen was I'm like, oh, he's not gonna get his wish to kill. Gore wasn't gonna get his wish to kill the gods. The wish is going to go to Thor, and Thor is going to have Jane survive the cancer. And I was like, oh, I kind of hope that doesn't happen, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that's 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 going to happen. I did not see that that was going to, like, basically, we're going to take care of your, she'll be taken care of. Like, bring your daughter back to life. Yeah. And basically, she'll be loved, you know? Because he, he, that's what I like that moment. If anything, like, Christian Bale was great at that moment where he was just like, she's going to be alone, his daughter. What was her name? I didn't catch her name. Love. Love? Yeah. It was Love? Yep. Oh. His daughter, <laughs> Love. Yeah, Korg at the end. It's like, together they went on as Love and Thunder. Oh, okay. But that was her official name? Uh, It's a nickname. I don't exactly know the real name, but that's what they're calling her as Love. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Just because I was going to say, if that's not on her birth certificate, that's not what I'm calling her. <laughs> but, um... No, I I was actually surprised. I thought they were I I thought they were just gonna go with a simple like, oh, that's how Jane survives is the wish. And but no, I liked how they ended that. It it was a cool it was a cool for me. It was a twist. I don't know how you guys felt on that. I I, I kind of saw it going that way. Did you? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't. But I I, I didn't 
think he was going to bring back his daughter or anything. I thought I thought he was going to be the one that's all like, all right, I'll give you your love back since I don't have mine. Mm-hmm. But then he brings yeah his daughter back, and I was just like, okay, that's that's even better than what I was hoping for. Yeah. So um, I might I don't know if I, I probably did wasn't paying attention, but uh, was he going there to wish to kill all the gods? Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. The that's what I was because that that's that's what I took from it. Uh, I actually like that because I he he was so so focused on revenge that he forgot that like oh I could I could bring her back instead. Yeah. And seeing that his that him changing like oh I could do that instead and ever have her come to life. Uh-huh. I thought that was that was really cool seeing seeing that him change his mind, not not look for re- revenge but bring her back instead. He did hesitate for a second mm-hmm. because he's like, she's going to be alone. But yeah. I like that Jane says that she's not going to be. Yeah. You know, it was funny. Something, Johnny, that Bethel brought up was, um, you know, that meme that's going around. Like, we will adopt your child. <laughs> we will raise your kid. Or, we will raise your kid. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Bethel was just like, that's kind of the same thing that's going on. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, for, at first I took it like, oh, are they both? Because, like, Jane, you're yeah. going to die right now. Yeah. So I, it's basically going to be Thor. But, yeah, that's what it, what it, what it was. Yeah. I liked how that ended. I, I liked how Korg says, like, and they call them Love and Thunder. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. I'm like, I don't know. I liked how that ended. You know, I liked how, th- how that was all nicely wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Even though I had my little gripes with with how some things in the movie were, I liked how it wrapped itself up. Yeah. Because I didn't see it coming personally, but I felt it was it just felt right. Anything else you guys want to talk about in the ending? Anything else you wanted to bring up? Can we talk about the uh, after credits? Yeah, we'll talk about the after credits in a second. But before we talk about the after credits, I have noticed why why is every superhero getting a sidekick now? <laughs> Captain oh, yeah, Marvel's gonna have Miss Marvel. Um <laughs> Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange has uh, uh America. America. Uh now we got Thor has love. So uh Because you have to create the young Avengers. <laughs> well, okay, this is now going into uh we're gonna talk about the future of MCU. But is this just MCU kind of like, well, these guys are going to want to retire, so we need to create something. But we kind of want to create our own thing right now. because we got to get some kids in here. Yeah, we got to get some kids in here. You know, I'm cool with it because I really like America. Yeah. You know, I think Miss Marvel, I'm digging the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though, Johnny, we both agree that uh, the shows tend to rush too fast toward the end. Yeah, and it's going to lead into a movie, so yeah. I don't know how it's going to go. But I like I like the actress who plays Miss Marvel. I think she's fucking kicking ass. So, end credits. We have the announcement of Zeus. Zeus isn't dead, but he was talking to his son, Hercules. Hercules. I said they should have got the little kid who played Hercules in the Nutty Professor, but that's just me. The little, the little chubby the kid. kid. Oh, they, the little, remember Hercules, young, Hercules. Yeah. Remember, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> young Hercules, the little kid that was all buff in the in the early two thousand. Remember? Yeah, 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 that kid. Yeah, Johnny, what do you think? Uh, he was common accurate for the most part. I don't. He doesn't feel intimidating in like a Hercules gonna fight Thor kind of way. But I mean, he could probably bulk up before this the next movie comes out or anything. But uh, it didn't. He didn't have that intimidatingness uh, about him that I thought uh, the character should have. Uh, I do like, you know, Zeus is now going to go out. Of, he's basically saying no one loves the gods anymore. They love superheroes. And it's basically, well, now it's time to take him out. Have you seen Ted Lasso? No, but I know that he's one of the characters in it. Yeah, I, I, dude, I did not. Um, the actor's name, let me find it, sorry. It's Roy Kent. <laughs> it's Roy Kent. <laughs> uh, I was surprised, actually. I, I think it was, um, yes, you know in the, especially the comic books, and I think for a lot of people, Greek mythology, when you think Hercules, you think of this really buffed out dude. Yeah. Um, Brett Goldstein, he's a he's a buff dude, but he's not like the yeah. WWE fucking buff wrestler guy. Yeah. But when I saw it was him, maybe it's because I'm a fan of the show Ted yeah. Lasso, I was like, fuck yeah, I think he's going to be awesome. I, I don't I, think he's going to do a bad job. I yeah, just, yeah. The look for me wasn't there, but I mean, like, that, that doesn't mean shit. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I was stoked. I thought it was yeah. cool that uh, I, I was actually kind of surprised. I was stoked, but a little surprised in a in a way where I thought, oh, I thought they said he was going to be in the movie, which he is in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I actually yeah. thought he was going to have a role in the movie when they were talking about in the movie gathering gods to kind of have an army to fight Gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Hercules was going to show up, 
So I kind of forgot that until the end credits, and then oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's he's there. Yeah. I, I think it's cool that Brett Goldstein, Roy Kent, he's everywhere. Um, is fucking Hercules. He's every fucking where. He's uh, every fucking where. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that I was surprised. I didn't. I didn't know that because I, I I don't read any of this stuff just because I don't want to uh, just think too much into it. So. I uh, I was surprised seeing him on there. He did look a little small, so I'm just like, mm, he needs to bulk up a little bit. But that's just looks. So that's uh. So where you know where I was, Bethel, at a, at an angle where I was, I didn't have a good look, but I knew it was him. Yeah. And he looked fine, but if you guys say that he didn't look that good, I'll take your word because I was at a different angle at that moment. Yeah. And he just looked like Roy Kent, but with uh with armor. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> with a hairy chest. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what about the second end credit? So, this is going to be another deep cut comic. I wonder if they're going to make her a Valkyrie. Oh. Because in the comic books, yeah, she dies, of course, in the comic books, but then she's resurrected as a Valkyrie. Is that where they went with the Mighty Thor? Because I didn't finish it. Yes. Oh, okay. So they do do it. But yes. if not, it's still it's a nice send-off for her and Hemdell. And if they don't yeah. bring it back up ever again, I'm fine with it. Hem, uh, yeah, I was surprised to see uh, Hemdale there, um, the actor. What's his name again? Idris Elba. Idris Elba. I, I like him, so I was like, oh, shit, he's here? I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Was that? That's all they showed, right? Her going to Valhalla? Mm-hmm. Okay. There was one lady in the theater who was just like, what? And I'm like, well, <laughs> you knew that she was going to go. What, what's, a, what's a huge surprise? Maybe she didn't know that. I mean. Because she was human? Yeah. But she became a god. Um, in a sense. Yeah. And if anyone says, like, wait, she didn't die in battle. Yes, she did. Mm. She died battling cancer. Oh. One, huh. So, one thing I totally forgot about. Uh, our introduction to the actual MCU, Daryl, the roommate. Uh-huh. Wait, was he there? He was the tour guy. Oh. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, I was like, who the fuck? That guy looks familiar. <laughs> that was a little special one. I was just like, ah, he's ah. gay. <laughs> You're like true Marvel fans. Know this. <laughs> Ooh, little tidbit too. Uh, in the intro to the Marvel Cinema, you know how it says Marvel Studios. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you see that Miss Marvel was there too? She was in. The, she was in. Uh, I think the letter A. She was there. I, I was think like, so. Yeah, I saw Ms. her too. Marvel. Yeah. To wrap up this spoiler review, it was fun. It it was good. We enjoyed it. We had a good time. Maybe it wasn't the the best ever Marvel movie. Maybe it wasn't the best ever Thor movie, but to me, I've kind of always looked at the Marvel movies kind of being like comic books. I love the non-story issues. And what I mean by that is I like the one-shot issue. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I love those sometimes more than the long, this is connected to this summer event movie tie-in thing. Why can't we just have a solid cool story and I think you know that's what I liked about I liked Love and Thunder even though I had a lot of problems with it and even the same problems I had with Thor Ragnarok I still really liked Love and Thunder I enjoyed it it was fun yeah yeah what would you guys any other things you want to say about Thor Love and Thunder no I I would like to see less Marvel movies uh, in the future like they need to slow it down because it's just getting a little like this is this was good I liked it it's just that it's it's um, getting. It's been getting too much. Like every once in a while, you see something awesome, like Doctor Strange, uh-huh. that came out a couple months ago. But then this, if this, if they would have taken a long break and come out with this movie, I think it would have probably been bigger and better. Uh-huh. Uh, just because it's kind of been like, kind of, you got to take away a little bit to uh to get them excited for the new stuff. Yeah, so they're like... not going to slow down, especially since we had that break with, with Corona. <laughs> yeah, so that's why that's that's for me. I'm like whatever about it. So, but yeah. it's uh. I would like for that to happen, but yeah. what we've been saying is just like I, f- I wish it was longer. Uh, I, it, it just there's key points in the movie where you're just like, okay, this could have gone on more. Or, uh, like I said, like delving into uh, Gore's story a little bit more. Uh, but overall, yeah, it's a fun movie. I, I like it. It's self-contained too. There's not so much that's just going to push out more. If anything, all it does is really push out to a Thor five. Um, but no, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was a fun ride. Now it's on to Movie Theater Sins. Uh, For me this week, uh, there wasn't really any Movie Theater Sins. I was surprised. But I feel like I had a Movie Theater Sin. But before I talk about that, 
Bethel, what was your movie theater scene? Uh, yeah, no real person in the theater uh, did anything that annoyed me or bugged me. Um, until the end, like, uh, obviously, the, cust- the customers, uh, the people, uh, <laughs> checking their phones at the end. That's that's common, uh, as I guess I guess it's accepted. But it wasn't anything crazy. But for me, it was the movie theater itself. Uh-huh. They, they, they need to mop their fucking floors or pressure wash <laughs> them, clean them somehow, because they are so sticky. Yeah. And, like, I've... I, I get that there's like it gets sticky and all that stuff, but mm. when we worked in the movie theater, I don't remember those floors being that that sticky, and this movie theater hasn't been there that that long, for them to have it this sticky. Like they they need better maintenance of their of their floors because it's it's just like you're you're in a couple of months your feet are your shoes are gonna start coming off because how sticky they are. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was mine. I think it's a common thing known that that movie theaters are sticky. I don't disagree with you. I, I had. I didn't know if it was sticky, but th- I felt like there was a kernel stuck on my foot, and it made it feel so yeah. weird. Um, that always happens my... to me. Like, yeah. I, it bothers me, too. Like, I yeah. try to kick it like, off. Yeah, I moved it, and it was weird. But that's not my movie theater sin. My movie theater sin, I think, was me. <laughs> uh, toward the end of the movie, I had to piss so bad. <laughs> I had to piss so bad that I had to tell Beto, it's like, dude, like, I'm waiting for this to end right now because I, I need to go really bad. And I was about to tell Bethel, like, dude, I, I just got to piss in this cup right now. Cover me or something. <laughs> like, I didn't want to leave. It was weird. I didn't want to leave because I knew, I knew there was two end credits. And, I, and because it's for this show, I didn't want to miss it. Yeah. Uh, but also, I, I like seeing the end credit stuff. But, damn, those were the longest credits oh, yeah. in my life. I, I had to stand up. I was like, dude, I'm just going to stand up and just kind of walk away and it wasn't the theater wasn't packed because we weren't super early in the morning yeah but i don't know what how were you when you saw me like just kind of like i was, was gonna sh- piss myself <laughs> i just thought it was funny seeing you like kind of <laughs> like move around and stuff because you just like you just got up and then you just uh you moved to the side and then after a while you just moved you kept moving further and further <laughs> as, as, as the credits rolled yeah i i yeah i, I call that a sin because it's like I was pretty sure I, I maintained my drinking fine so this wouldn't happen. I haven't had to pee that bad in a movie, like, in years. I so think the last time bad. I was like that, I ended up leaving the movie, uh, Incredibles 2. Oh, yeah, you're talking um, about that. I yeah. had to pee so bad. I drank, I drank one coffee, and it made me pee so much. I, peed, <laughs> I peed, peed three times during that movie. The third time, yeah. I was just like, this. I don't really care for this movie. So I just mm-hmm. walked walk to the bathroom and was like, yeah, I'm not going to go back. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... It's it sucks, dude. When you have to go real bad. Yeah, I got, I got, I knew there was a second one. The second one didn't happen till the end. I was hoping, like, please do it like right now, so I could go. Never. I had, I walked down. I was like, okay, when this movie ends, if I'm still up here, it's gonna take forever to kind of like get down there, and people are gonna be blocking the way. Yeah. So I got, I went all the way down and stopped to the side. So I watched that last end credit scene with Nelly Portman and and Idris Elba. And then once it ended, I fucking walked out fast. But I tried to, like, okay, calm down, calm down. Don't run. Because part of me wanted to run. I was like, right, calm down, go. And then, yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to be the, I have to be the sixth person waiting in line to get it, to take a piss. Because yeah. I think, I was already thinking ahead and thinking I was going to start yelling, dude, I'm going to piss myself, <laughs> move. You know, like, yeah. so I had to kind of think ahead and, yeah. But yeah, those were movie theater sins. Today's menu, we travel to You Ramen. Beto and Jesse visit a small ramen shop with some flavorful dishes in a welcoming setting. The guys place their order in, so let's check in and see what they're up to. Take it away, Jesse. We went to You Ramen for our ramen dish and a little history on You Ramen. Me and Bethel have tried to review this play, this restaurant, so many times. And you know what? We were, I was honestly thinking, do they not want it? Because they were either closed or not open. Or even though one time it was like they had their times at a certain time, no one was there. Um, so we don't know what was going on. But for a while, we kind of had a theory that they don't want us to review their ramen. <laughs> right? Yeah. In every moment, it was, yeah. We, 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 we tried so much to do a review on your ramen. 
But we finally were able to have a dish at you ramen. Yeah. Beto. We had the same thing, so you lead off. What did we end up having? We got the spicy miso ramen. It had a miso broth, seaweed, fried onion, green onion, crispy wontons, lime, spicy chili oil, with your choice of cheshu or chicken or shrimp. Beto, what did you think of the spicy miso ramen at you ramen? I liked it a lot. I I had it before a long time ago when they first, uh, not when they first opened it, but like the first couple of uh, months that they were open, and I I liked it. I I liked it. I liked it. Um, uh, I haven't had a lot of spicy miso ramen uh, before. The times that I've had it, I've always like loved it. Mm-hmm. I love that flavor, the broth of that, of this, uh, the broth. Uh, the broth. Uh, we've gone to San Diego or we go to uh, Santoka. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the spicy miso ramen, which is probably like the best spicy miso ramen that I've had. I mean, I've only had probably like three three bowls of from different places, uh, and it's one of the best ones. But this one is I, I actually like. I like the ones out here too because they use uh, alkaline noodles here, and with alkaline noodles, it's a uh, um, they bake baking soda and then they make up uh, incorporate it into the uh, the flour. And then uh, make the noodles out of it, so it gives it like the spongy texture to it, and I, I like those more uh, than like uh, uh, if you go to Silver Lake. Silver Lake, I think they have like an instant kind of ramen. I'm not sure if it's instant, but it's not alkaline noodle. Mm-hmm. It's still good, but I like the alkaline noodles more. I enjoyed this because it's the second time I've had it. The first time I liked it a lot, and I just like you go to you go once and you're like, oh, that was really good. You want to try it again? Sometimes it's a kid or miss, but this time. The second time going, it's uh, it's I liked it a lot. I would say the noodles. You bring that up, yeah. I didn't know that about it. It was really good. Yeah, I liked the texture of it mm-hmm. and like kind of like the um, like you said, sponginess to yeah. it, but not like a bad sponginess. It's like a springy. It's like a springy. Yeah, and I I don't know. It just tasted really good. I I think it's safe to say the broth temperature was good. Yeah, you know, maybe I would have liked it a little bit hotter, but mm-hmm. in the, the past ramens we've reviewed that we did like. I think we had two where it was just not hot enough. And yeah. I think this was just right. I, I could have gone for hotter, but I yeah. think it per- compared to the other times, like the, the, the temperature was really good. The spice level, I liked the flavor. It, yeah. was, it was delicious. And I've never had this. In this ramen, it had this, uh, what was the toasty kind of, it was like it was a chip. The, the fried wonton. It was it the fried wonton? Yeah. Okay. The fried wonton. Yeah. That, was, that was nice. It was visually, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was pleasing to yeah. the eye. And I picked it up and I was like, really crunchy and crispy. Yeah, it was crunchy and crispy. It was delicious. Yeah. Um, man, I, look, not talking smack. I love the cut of pork mm. at Silver Lake, yeah. but their cut of pork was good. Yeah. But I always have to judge the cut of pork to everything else. To me, it's, I think because it's, it's, it's so much different. Silver Lake's ramen, uh, their, their cut of pork is so much different. It's a different style yeah, version of what's traditional. Too. Yeah ramen dishes have but this was still really good yeah i i, I liked it this um, was more like a little bit more like sliced ham because mm. uh, it was pretty thin it wasn't like too too thin but it was uh thinner than uh any other ramen places that we go to uh with ch- i mean chashu usually is a thinner cut of a, a, a pork belly mm-hmm. uh but yeah this is a, one of the thinner ones that i've had out here and uh but it's still really good i, I like the pork I, I like i like pork and fucking any any dish really when we were when we were having the dish, I said, "Bethel, what is what's this?" And you uh, said, "Seaweed." Yeah. And there was something about this broth that tasted so good, and it, the 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 flavor of I like seaweed. It's really yeah. good, but sometimes you have that that overpower of flavor of the seaweed, yeah. like the 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 most people say like the ocean taste, yeah, the, uh, fishy taste, the or, fishy yeah. taste. It didn't have it, and it tasted really good yeah. to where it complemented everything like really well. More of a texture than a, than a there you flavor. go. Mm-hmm. And it's I liked flavor, it. But yeah, I dude, I liked it. A lot. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's really good. It, I. That's why I was like, what is? Is this something else? And you're like, it's not. You mentioned kind of like it's not. It's not spinach. It's spinach yeah. Um, but it, you're like it's seaweed, and I'm like I don't think it is because I'm so used to t- the way seaweed tastes. Yeah, you know, and it did it wasn't that strong. Mm-hmm. And you know, some people like strong seaweed, yeah. and I do, I do yeah. like seaweed. Seaweed salad but, is delicious. Yeah, seaweed yeah. salad is fantastic. Uh, I just sometimes like it was it was a nice, it was a nice change of pace. Yeah, and uh, I think everything had complemented itself really well. Yeah. 
this didn't get mentioned. I noticed you ended up doing it and you mentioned it later, mm-hmm. but there was a piece of line to it. But I felt like when I first took a sip of the broth and how like it just felt so even spice yeah. level and temperature and, just, and, and flavor I, again, the flavor was really good at you ramen for the spicy miso. Uh, I felt that if I had, I was going to put the line, but then I went, nah, cause I feel like it, it it's not going to fit. Yeah. And again, I didn't try it, so maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But I kind of put it off to the side, and you did the same thing too because you told me what. I, I've never. This is the only place that I've ever had uh, like a miso place. I haven't had a lot of miso in, in a lot of ramen places either. So this is the first time that I've that they've uh, given a lime before. And the first time I tried it, I didn't add to it, and then I put it after, and then I was like, oh, it tasted better without it. Mm-hmm. And then I, this time I tried it again. I did the same thing. I I was gonna put it on there. Uh, but I just decided to do it after. But um, it's still good with the lime, but it's just too strong. Uh, so it's better without the lime. Um, I'm not sure if you, like, whenever you have menudo, if you put too much lime in it, it's like it's just way too strong. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact thing, like, with this. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's better to have it without the lime. Um, but yeah, so I was, I, I don't, I'm not like this crazy ramen expert. I've never seen it with, like, with a lime. So I don't know if, uh, yeah, how if if it's like a Southern California thing? If it's that, or if it's just something like in like maybe like that they do in certain areas of Japan, maybe uh, just like out here, in Me- like Mexicans, a lot of Mexicans eat menudo with tortillas. Uh, some Mexicans eat menudo with like a, a bolillo. Mm-hmm. So like a, in me thinking it with the bolillo is kind of like this kind of sounds gross. Yeah, I like it more with tortillas. Oh, do you? Yeah, oh yeah. You bolillo? Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, really? that's how I had it. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. That 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 for me is just kind of, it's. I don't really. I've never tasted it, but it doesn't sound good to me. I think because I've always had it that yeah, way. Used that to, I'm I, used to it. Um, I think if I grew up with that, I would have probably thought tortilla sounds good too. Yeah, I like it. With, yeah. yeah, but yeah, maybe it's just something that they do uh, uh, in certain places. In Japan. Wait, it's you know what? Thing. You say you're having it with pozole. No, a menudo. Menudo. Okay, I usually have bolillo with uh, pozole. See, I have tostadas with pozole. Yeah, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but I mean, it was still good. It's just that I prefer it without lime. I felt this. I like the service. I like. I like the area. Yeah. You know, it's not too big. It's not too small. Uh, but they were very nice and uh, yeah. helpful and great service. I yeah. think that's also what's important too when you go to a lot of places. Um, their service, how everything's set up, yeah. and and I, they were just very nice. I like in that area. I ho- I hope this place lasts because it, I've noticed. That that area, a lot of places come and go there. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this place lasts because it's it was really good. But like, I and the last couple of times, even before that, there was like a, this like a some sort of like a sandwich place. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Yeah, uh, they ended up closing. So I like, like I hope I hope it's not like a common thing there. That in that same exact place, that's where it was. So I'm hoping it's uh, it lasts because I, I like the food. Uh, what would you think of the takoyaki? We had an appetizer. It was good. It. I always loved takoyaki. Yeah. Um, it's just fucking hot. And yeah. Like, and it's just like, <laughs> that's, the, that's the only problem is that you don't want it to cool down too much. Yeah. But uh, it's just like, you, you don't mind the pain, but you're like, <sighs> you get a, you, you, you like bite it and then you just like cool it down in your mouth. <laughs> like that. I've never, I haven't had too much takoyaki. Yeah. Um, but I, I felt like maybe, and again, this, this is coming from someone who hasn't had a ton of it. I felt that there wasn't enough octopus, like big enough chunks. It felt very, by the time I got to it, it was a small little, like, here you go kind of thing, you know? And, and I don't know what traditionally how much should be in there, Mm -hmm. but still everything was good. I wasn't like, I'm not getting enough. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's how it's supposed to be, but I would like a bigger chunk of, of, of octopus. I like octopus. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to try. See, it was. It's funny because we went there, and then you, you, when you ordered, you said you were gonna get the spicy miso. I'm like, shit, I want to get that too. I'm like, we gotta, we gotta change it up, and like, we gotta try different dishes. But then I was like, I kind of want to try that one. You know, I want to try yeah. this. This is my first time. You know, yeah. so. I mean, you could always go and get them try a different one. So. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> but yeah, if you're interested and you're in the Ventura County area. U Ramen is located at 2350 East Vineyard Avenue, Suite B5 in Oxnard, California. I think we, it's easy to say that uh, we both liked it. It was really good. Yeah. 
Yeah, the second time, yeah, definitely. I, I still like it. It was, it was really good. And I think that's important also to say because usually you're right in anything, regardless if it's ramen or anything else. Uh, sometimes the first time you're like, oh, this is amazing. You have it a second time. It's like, I remember it being better. Yeah. You know, I know it's such a simple term, but I was like, this is good flavor. <laughs> like, this is good. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. it was just so, it just tasted yeah. good. You know? yeah, it's like spicy miso. Like, that. I, I, want, I want more miso ramen places to open out here because, like, that flavor is still fucking delicious. Yeah. That was Thor Love and Thunder. Another episode of Reels and Ramen in the books. I would love to thank Mr. Johnny for joining us for this episode of Reels and Ramen. Johnny, give yourself a round of applause. I'm holding a phone, so I don't know if I can. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining, man. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Love thank to you. hear your your um, your thoughts on this newest Marvel Cinematic Universe entry. Always a pleasure. You know, I uh, I like, like to nerd out and talk about this shit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we do that a lot. So, mm-hmm. thanks for checking out Reels and Ramen. I'm Jesse. I'm Beto. And we have our special guest, Johnny English. Until next time, enjoy your reels and ramen.